Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business, Wonder Women in Business podcast. Everyone has a story, and we love to amplify the voices of those women whose stories are moving and meaningful and compelling. And I'm going to tell you, talk about compelling. Today's guest is one of the most awesome women I have ever known. I've never met her in person. I mean, COVID-19 and all, but she's really remarkable, and you're going to love getting to know her, too. Kenya Dunn, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Susan? Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here all the way from Charleston, South Carolina. Awesome. What's the weather like there today? Okay, so, well, you you know, it's relative, right? So I would tell you that it is very cold. So we just hit a cold snap. The high is only in the 50s. And because we're on the coast, it's really windy. So it makes it oh, even yeah. colder. So, yeah. But uh, typically 70 degrees. So, you know, we're in shock. We're in shock right now. (laughs) Well, it's supposed to be cold at Christmas time, you know, so that's nice. So folks, you know, this is um, audio only, but I happen to be looking at Kenya because she has her video on. She has the most beautiful enamel lapel pin on ever. I mean, rivals, you know, I'm a a nerd like that. I collect those. (laughs) I, I collect the lapel pins. It is beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah, yeah it, it's my um. So I this is my. So she is. It's a phoenix, right? So she's rising from the ashes, but it's also it has a jade stone in it, and so the jade stone is you you know what it represents, right? And so luck, right? for me, yeah, that's right, luck and fortune, and so and then her tail kind of has some emerald in it, which is my birth stone so green is my color so when I wear her I just feel like you know I'm unstoppable there's nothing that can keep me down not saying that I I won't get knocked down a time or two but you can rest assured I'm coming back you bet that's what I know of you and I will tell you that phoenix rising is probably going when I'm on Kenya I'm my highest and best self because she (laughs) inspires me and motivates me to do better than I did yesterday so I know that's what you do with me and I know that's what you do with so many I mean you are such an incredible and powerful voice Uh, women's empowerment people's empowerment right women and men alike so let me ask you to tell the audience a little about you, a little bit about yourself so they fall in love with you like I did the first time we we, we chatted for what two hours we did <laughs> I'm gonna do the cliff notes version this time though uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> tell us about yourself Kenya absolutely well so I am in Charleston South Carolina but my home is actually Augusta Georgia and my career journey brought me and my family to Charleston South Carolina about 12 years ago And so I am talking to you today as an entrepreneur, Um, just celebrated one year of being out of my my own coaching and consulting business. But in a previous life, I spent 20 years in corporate America. Um, My last job, uh, my last company was with T-Mobile. So I was a senior executive for T-Mobile and I led in both customer service and retail organizations. uh, And I decided So I'm the mother of two. I have a 21-year-old son and an 18-year-old daughter. And when I started my last climb in corporate America, my daughter was entering the eighth grade. And so I told her that I would not spend her entire high school career on planes all over the U.S. because that's what my job was. I was gone a lot. And, uh, And so last year, her junior year, 
man, time flies. First of all, let me just say that. Yeah. So be careful of the commitments you make because the next thing I do, <laughs> I looked up and it was like, she's a junior. Um, and so, you know, I took the opportunity. It was a great moment to transition to just come home and sit and be still. Uh, and I initially was going to go into my, um, you know, try to get back into corporate America, but I decided not to do that. So I spent 20 years in corporate America. I actually have my undergrad in business management. Uh, and I, when I first, my first college education was actually physics and everybody. Oh my God. (laughs) And so that just speaks to the power of teachers because actually my teacher in high school, junior year and senior year, I had the same science teacher. I had her for physics and she, I was in, I just was enamored by her and she showed so much interest in me and my future that I was like, yeah, I'm going to study physics. And wow. <laughs> yeah. So I went I to only school. know how to spell physics. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I what it, the only no, reason I know what it means is, is, is age is showing what physics is, right? You know, I can tell, oh my God, everything's dragging the ground now. Indeed, so. indeed. <laughs> so uh, I, I quickly learned that that just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't a match to who I was, to who my personality was, you know, as you start to uh, develop and learn more about yourself, like it just, it, there was, it was so incongruent to who I naturally was. So got into business. Um, I went through, actually, I entered business and training and development. And so I spent some time training and development. I have everything from leadership certifications through, you, you name it, DDI, um, Achieve Global, like I, it, go way, it goes way back. You um, know what's beautiful about you, though? Um, you have all these certificates and you've been a trainer and a developer and you've been traveling the country. And uh, but it's, I think your personality, I think what your greatest gift is, is innate. It comes from the inside and, you know, anybody can talk the words, but you make the receiver make meaning of the message. Just your personality is so warm. It's like a really fuzzy blanket, you know, it's warm oh, and welcoming. Thank you. Yes. I want to learn from you. You know, it's not like a chore to be in a training session or something. To hear you speak is really moving. Um, Well, tell me, is this your proudest professional accomplishment? I would imagine, but I'm going to ask. Oh my gosh. When I I, I thought about that and I said, there have been so many and I'll I'll sum it up this way. So uh, this year I was awarded a very prestigious award in our community here called the What Women Bring um, award. And so the What Women Bring, it's it's a, a program that the YWCA puts on, and it's all based on community nominations. And they are nominating women in different parts of industries, business and community uh, advocacy. And it's all based on nominations, like people have to volunteer to send your name in for nominations. And so when I got the phone call, And not only did I get the phone call, but the actual executive director called me herself and was like, we've never had someone get so many nominations. Uh, And it was people in, you know, from T-Mobile, from the community that I had helped and really just, um, that was the proudest moment for me because- That means so much. It does. You move through life. Um, I, I, I am a coach and a teacher and a helper by nature. So when I, when I coach and mentor, it's not with 
any expectation of reciprocation. It's what I love to do. Yeah. And so for that work to come back full circle and then they sent me all the nominations so I could read what people wrote. Oh, it cry, the, cry, cry. It was the proudest moment where I said, oh God, like it, it's worth it. All the headaches, all the extra phone calls, all the extra text. Like it yeah. is so worth it because people see it and it's making you a difference. You do go above and beyond. I know that. I know a couple of people you have mentored and they just, I have to shut them up. I mean, they don't stop singing your praises. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I got to go make dinner. You know, they're talking about Kenya till the cows come home. They love you so much. And I totally, totally get it. Um, but speaking of mentoring, I know that you're a mentor to others. Was someone a mentor to you? Oh, it was more than someone. Um, but the one that stands out the most is, um, it's actually two women and they, they came into my life uh, almost at the same time. They're, they actually, I found out they were best friends. And so one took interest and told the other and they kind of had this pact that they were gonna make sure that I uh, was successful and I met them inside T-Mobile. And so Kathy Woods, and she has passed on, she passed in 2017. Uh, but she was a senior executive in T-Mobile when I first started. I was a frontline manager and she, until the, literally, until six days before she passed, she was still mentoring and coaching wow. me. Uh, and what was so wonderful about her is that she she coached and mentored the whole me. It wasn't just the professional me. Right. It was the mother. It was the wife. It was the friend. It was every part of me where she saw there was an opportunity or a need she filled in. And I am forever grateful for her example. Well, let me just say something about that, because clearly she lives on through you because you're that way, too. And I would also say from a practical standpoint that we as women have often tried to separate our mother self from our career woman self, from our business self, from our wife self, from and I just think that's crazy. And I think the reason we were doing that is because we are trying to operate within the system that the white male created, right? Absolutely. Corporate America. That's just not realistic. And we have failed to meet those unachievable um, expectations, which should not even be attempted because I think it's beautiful when you bring your whole self to life, right? It's a, it's a must, right? And, and I totally agree. And I always tell people like, listen, it's all of me or none of me. There you uh, go. And, I, and I, I, I do so very confidently and I'm okay if you can't handle all of me because not everybody can. <laughs> I sometimes, I, sometimes I can't handle all of me. So I get <laughs> it. Um, but what I will always do is ha I have to bring all of me because I think what we, what makes us us, all of the different roles that we play in life is what also makes us great leaders. It's also what Agreed. makes us great at moving performance it also it makes us great at everything that the corporate world benefits from from our talent from our education even the ability to learn and do multiple things at one time and do them well it's because we are carrying and wearing so many hats so why do i need to separate because you're benefiting from all of the skills that come from the whole me 
I agree. I agree. I have to say in the old corporate America, which there's still, there's a lot of that out there still, uh, one would see that that was dismissed as not professional. And, you know, EQ was something you don't want to show at work oh, or yeah. don't want to, you know, hierarchical was the way to go. You do what you're told because I said so. And that was it. No need to listen, learn and grow. Why would you need to grow spiritually from something at work? You know, keep totally right. Like up. that's, yeah. it's the biggest fallacy it's the biggest biggest fallacy ever totally and i'm so glad women like you and me are out there combating that operating system and changing the way uh you know corporations operate and treat their employees to give to open the door for people who are better leaders and i'm just going to say it folks there are women are better at transformational leadership on the whole than men perhaps because it's our, you know, biology, I don't know, perhaps it's society, but perhaps it's because we uh, nurture and care for others. We realize that's a plus in the workplace. If you don't nurture and care for your team, then you're not the good leader you think you are, right? So- Absolutely. I always tell people, no matter what your business is, it's not moving itself. It's not selling itself. It's people who's doing that's the work. Right. So you must care for your greatest asset, which are your people. Exactly, exactly. Well, let's focus on women for a bit because that's what this show is about, lifting women, shining a light on women, amplifying their voices. How do you think we can, you know, support other women in business just even day to day? One, I think that there is certainly a, um, there's a need for community, right? And one of the things that make us women is that we do like that sense of community, that place where we can go to um, to communicate the way that we communicate, right? Whether right. it is in our most joyous moments, in our most frustrated moments, um, give an ear, uh, need an ear, you know. And so I think the way that you support women in business is one is to foster community with other women in business. So as an entrepreneur, I'm always seeking out to connect with other women entrepreneurs uh, in my community just to start to create that sense of camaraderie and support and learn about what it is that they do so that I can, if I'm ever in a situation to where I have a client that asked me for a service that I can't provide, I have a Rolodex of of women that I can point to and say, well, let me connect you to this person. Uh, The way that that works for me is I literally, I have a Rolodex of people. That's old school. I was Um, just going to say, I was going to poke some fun because I know what that is because I'm your age, but I was going (laughs) to say for you other folks, that's a CRM. That's right. The database. I even did my hands. I did my hand in the motion of turning the Rolodex Um, (laughs) of of women that I connect with on um, some on a monthly basis, some on a quarterly basis, depending on what we all have going on, but it's 30 minutes to just kind of check in on the business. Uh, how are things going right now? We're talking about, so what are your goals in 2021? And it's all for the purpose of just keeping an ear out. Sure. I follow them on social media. I share their things on social media. I think that's important as well, but I want to hear in your own words, like what's, what's happening? What do you need? What are you aiming for? So that as I'm navigating the community and getting invited into rooms that perhaps you aren't, I can uh, be on the lookout for you because I can, again, I'm a woman. I can do more than one thing at a time. So and I do can it well. My own interest and someone else's as well. Yeah. So that's how I think we can support 
I'm I already have a couple people I want you to add to your Rolodex. I'm among them. If I'm not already in there, you are in, you are in there. <laughs> awesome. I'm thinking of someone I two actually two actually one is in Atlanta. Two younger women who need you desperately. Okay. Definitely. All right, so let me ask you this question. It's not all been a bed of roses. Nothing's ever as easy as we as women make it look. So what has been a big, a big challenge or a big setback and how did you overcome it? Well, if I only had one, I'd consider myself extremely blessed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> true. The, the one that I'll, tell, I'll, I'll share that comes to mind. The, the biggest challenge, so I always, my mantra in life is I'm on the journey of mastering self. I'm not trying to master anyone else, anything else, just me. Because I believe if I master myself, all things around me will align. And so one of my biggest challenges in my, in my journey, uh, in my career, that connected to mastering myself was really about confrontation. Like how to, and as a Black woman, of course, yeah. the angry Black woman syndrome or yeah. uh, always yeah. takes it's over you. It's a stereotype uh, and a myth yeah, and it makes right? me mad. And so that didn't help. But I think outside of that, just me having to learn that confrontation is a necessary and a healthy at times um, part of building relationships and also um, charting my career course and climbing the corporate ladder. And so one of my biggest challenges was really understanding, um, understanding that fact and not being silenced behind that fear and so for a while things would happen to me and I wouldn't say a word I would internalize it I wouldn't even say anything at home um, I would just internalize it and try to push through and it ended up being one of the most unhealthy um, yeah. habits ever because what I realized uh, I'm a very tuned in person to my own body is like this, this is tearing me up from the inside out. And through my mentorship, Kathy Woods, talked to her about it. And she's the queen at confrontation in a way that gets the point across that made people still feel love. It was amazing to watch her in action. And so she really helped me overcome that. I, I just can't even imagine you being on the other side of that because you are so good at that yourself. You, you hear me. Yes. I love that. I love that. So I'm going to tell you, I am one of those people who was always healthy and in great shape and knew how to handle things. And people would come to me for advice. And boy, without getting into too much detail, did I ever go through a life-changing event and the stress just took over my life. And when you say it manifested in your body, um, cortisol is real, people. Yes, it, is. <laughs> it is like, oh my gosh. It's yes, like it spray painting fat on your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> It is real. I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And uh, I immediately internalized all this stress. And, you know, um, I'm always there for others. So it uh, finally one day I said, I have got to figure out what's going on with me. And it was a doctor, not a mentor, but a doctor who said, this is cortisol, this is stress. And I'm like, well, good thing it's not that, you know, microwave popcorn I have on a daily basis. <laughs> because I'm not giving up my popcorn. But yeah, you are someone, it seems to me, beautifully transitioned through the challenge versus, yeah. 
Yeah. And, and you know what it's made me, I, I can see it in, in, well, two things. It's interesting. You said, I hear you because yes. that was the skill. That was my strength that Kathy helped me and an executive coach helps me tap into to find my place of comfort in confrontation because of what I bring to the interaction instead of, you know, the half of fear is made up in our head, you know? And so once I was able to get outside of that and really realize that what the gift that I bring to those interactions is that I listen and that I receive and I hear and yes. how to turn that into being heard uh, and reaching a level of understanding. Um, and so that's I think, one. I think that's one of your many gifts is, I, I, I noticed that on our first call. I'm like, oh, she is a genuine listener. Like I feel heard, I feel respected. Um, another thing that you do well is the way you give feedback. I see it as a sign of respect. I never get defensive or you know and I know a couple of people you've mentored one especially we know that we we love so much she's she's an amazing woman and I'm just going to say it in part because of you and the and the mentorship you've given to her so we talk about how amazing you are if your ears are burning often um and then and then my friend Cameron Woods he's a new fan (laughs) fan club um well let me ask you this I know you're going to say yes but I got to say it anyway Now's the show, announce the part in my show where I have started asking the wild card question. It's something surprising that um, you didn't know I was going to ask, and I don't even know the question yet. So I'm going to reach into a box of 144 questions and pull one out. Are you game? Game. (laughs) No surprise there. No surprise there. (laughs) All right. Oh, this is fun. Yeah, you, you got this. What is a skill or a talent you wish you had? This is uh, <laughs> a talent or skill that I wish I had. Uh, I, I really wish that I could do musical theater. Oh, fun. Yes, I, because I'm a dancer. So I'm a dance mom, but I also danced growing up. And so yeah. I did. Uh, but my daughter has, you know, your children always kind of go further than you do. And so when I watch her, like her, she comes to life in musical theater and I love theater. And so I'm like, man, I wish that I was like the trifecta. I could dance, I can act and I could sing and like bring the stage to life. And so I bet you could goals for 2021. Well, listen, I have them often in my bathroom in the mirror though. Folks, I wish you could see the video. I mean, I see her. She's so animated. She's so excited and happy and, you know, smiling and laughing, using her hands. And yeah, yes, you, I think I you would rock it. You should look into that for 2021 as a goal. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no pressure. Susan. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. The expectations of you are great because we know you can do anything. We know it. So let me ask you before we go, I, I love our connection. I'm so grateful to the woman who connected us for that. Even, even that alone is you've made my life better just knowing you. Um, if other people want to know you, how can they reach you? Well, I would love for people to one, join me on LinkedIn. I am Kenya S. Dunn on LinkedIn. And I actually am on Instagram, but the handle is at 
power tribe community uh, on Instagram. And again, that's at power tribe community. So join me there. That is actually the space that I use to uh, empower and encourage all people, but certainly with women in mind. Uh, so join me on Instagram. I will be doing that. I did not know about, you know, Instagram, you're pretty fancy there with yeah. that Instagram. <laughs> you know, my, my son is like, um, mom, Facebook is, is so yesterday, right? And he's like, he's probably um, on TikTok and listen, that's I, what I was just going to say, I was like, oh, I guess I should be more active on Instagram. He's like, um, <laughs> and I said, Snapchat. And he's like, uh, <laughs> TikTok all the way. Yeah, I have not. I haven't created an account on TikTok. I'm kind of in this. I'm rebelling stage right now because I'm like, one more thing. Like, right. no, right. Uh, I agree uh, with you. It's too much. I'm not there. I might end up there soon, but I'm not there yet. Well, I'm excited to join you on Instagram. So, folks, you know that I'll write a blog about Kenya, and I'll include links to how to reach her and connect with her, and I'll include any kind of information um, that she wants me to, as, as well as photos that tell her story, right? So we, we love to hear stories. We love to see stories as well. So we'll put some pictures in there as well. I love you, Kenya Dunn. Oh, one more thing we got to say. This is funny. Um, today, folks, I found out that Kenya's husband name is named Ken. Ken is going to bring it up. <laughs> I think that's so adorable. Ken and Kenya. <laughs> it is Ken and Kenya. It was not, it wasn't designed that way, but I will tell you another fun fact is that we've known each other since the eighth grade. Wow. Yes. We've known each other since the eighth grade. I did not like him in eighth grade. <laughs> I didn't even like, him. Really I, didn't even like I didn't even like him in 10th grade. So that's so um, funny. Well, you like him now, right? <laughs> I like him a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, Ken and Kenya, it is. It's been so much fun chatting with you. Susan, Have a wonderful, wonderful awesome. holiday. And, and you too. thank you for sharing yourself with us. Thank you. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye all.